Hello, this is Ayush from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. It is Thursday, October 29th, and India's one-day coronavirus tally rose by almost 14% with a jump of nearly 50,000 new COVID-19 infections. India's overall COVID numbers are past the 80 lakh mark. The country also reported 517 deaths in the last 24 hours. The overall COVID-related fatalities now stand at 1,20,000. Recoveries in India have surged to 73 lakh, pushing the national recovery rate to 91%. The COVID-19 case fatality rate has further declined to 1.49%. There are 6 lakh active cases of coronavirus infection in the country, which comprises 7.5% of the total caseload. Delhi yesterday reported over 5,000 COVID-19 cases for the first time since the coronavirus struck the country. The national capital, which is battling the third wave of infections, has been logging over 4,000 cases daily for the last few days. With festive season round the corner, the unprecedented spike has raised concerns, especially when the national COVID tally has shown a steady decline. In a relief to Uttarakhand Chief Minister Trivendra Singh Rawat, the Supreme Court today stayed the High Court's order on lodging an FIR against him on alleged corruption charges. On Tuesday, the High Court had ordered for a CBI probe into allegations made by a journalist in a video accusing Rawat of allegedly getting money transferred to accounts of relatives in 2016 to back the appointment of a person in Jharkhand to head the Gau Seva Ayog. Rawat was BJP's then Jharkhand in charge. Appearing for Rawat, Attorney General K.K. Venugopal told the Supreme Court that the High Court had not heard his counsel before ordering a CBI probe into allegations of corruption. He further said an FIR cannot be lodged without hearing the party, who is the chief minister in this case, which will unsettle the elected government. The High Court had ordered the CBI probe in the hearing of separate writ petitions filed by two journalists, Umesh Kumar Sharma and Shiv Prasad Semwal, who had sought quashing of an FIR lodged in July this year in Dehradun under different IPC sections. While ordering a CBI probe into allegations against the CM, the High Court Bench of Justice Ravindra Methani had on Tuesday also ordered quashing of the FIR against the journalist Omesh Kumar Sharma. Opposition Congress in the state demanded Rawat's resignation, while governing BJP called the HC judgment bad in law. BJP leader Kapil Mishra today tendered an unconditional apology to Delhi Health Minister Satyendra Jain before a Delhi court for levelling graft allegations against the latter shortly after he was expelled by the Aam Army Party in 2017. Jain had filed a criminal defamation case against Mishra, where he submitted that on May 7, 2017, the BJP leader in a statement had accused him of giving bribe to Chief Minister Arvind Kejriwal on May 5. Mishra was summoned in this case and charges were also framed against him under Section 500, which is punishment for defamation of the Indian Penal Code. On Wednesday, the BJP leader told a special MPMLA court, presided by additional Chief Metropolitan Magistrate Vishal Pahuja, that he is, quote, ready to make the statement before the court tendering unconditional apology, unquote. After the statements by Mishra and Jain were recorded, the complaint was withdrawn and subsequently disposed of by the court. During the course of the case, Jain had submitted extracts of the statements made by Mishra to various newspapers, alleging that he had seen Jain give Kejriwal 2 crore rupees in cash. When he asked Jain about what the money was for, he allegedly said that in politics, such things can only be talked about later. Jain is currently the health and PWD minister in the Kejriwal government in Delhi. During the hearing, Mishra's lawyers had argued that the statement made by the accused was in public good. A woman was beheaded by an attacker with a knife 
who also killed two other people at a church in the French city of Nice today. The city's mayor described the incident as terrorism. Mayor Christian Estrosi said on Twitter that the knife attack had happened in or near the city's Notre Dame church and that police had detained the attacker. Police said that three people were confirmed to have died in the attack and several were injured. It was not immediately clear what the motive was for the attack in Nice. A police source said a woman was decapitated. French politician Marine Le Pen also spoke of a decapitation having occurred in the attack. The French anti-terrorist prosecutor's department said it had been asked to investigate the attack. Reuters journalists at the scene said police armed with automatic weapons had put up a security cordon around the church, which is on Nice's Jean Medicine Avenue, the city's main shopping thoroughfare. Ambulances and fire services vehicles were also at the scene. The attack comes while France is still reeling from the beheading earlier this month of French middle school teacher Samuel Paty in Paris by a man of Chechen origin. A Mumbai court today granted bail to Fakht Marathi channel owner Shirish Patan Shetty, who was arrested in an alleged fake TRP scam. Additional Sessions Judge P.R. Sitre granted bail to Patan Shetty on a surety of 50,000 rupees. Patan Shetty's counsel, Aniket Nikam, had earlier argued in the court that his client had not done any rigging of the television rating points, nor there was a rise in the TRP of the Fakht Marathi channel. The revenue of the channel had also not increased during the relevant period, he said, alleging that this was a witch hunt. He further submitted that during the custodial interrogation of Patan Shetty, who was arrested earlier this month, nothing was recovered and his further detention was unwarranted. The alleged fake TRP scam came to light after Ratings Agency Broadcast Audience Research Council, or BARC, filed a complaint with Mumbai police through Hansa Research Group, alleging that certain channels were rigging TRP numbers to lure advertisers. It was alleged that some families at whose houses meters were installed for collecting data of viewership were being bribed to tune into a particular channel. So far, at least 11 people have been arrested in connection with the case. At News Laundry, we've been reporting on the alleged TRP scam from Ground Zero. My colleague Prateek recently met with several people who filed a mention in this affair. If you want to understand the ABC of this incident, allegedly involving manipulation of TRP, do read his story. It's titled, TRP Scam, What's the Case Against Republic TV? And Why Does India Today Find a Mention? You can read it on newslaundry.com. By the way, my colleague Basant has also been reporting from Bihar in the run-up to the state elections there. Do keep an eye out for his reports. The most recent one on unemployment titled Child Labour and a Life of Deprivation Stock Bihar's Musahar Community. If you like the work we do and want to read more ground reports on such pressing issues, do click on the subscribe button on the top right-hand corner of the brand new News Laundry website. Our cheapest subscription costs only 300 rupees a month. Please extend your support to independent media and pay to keep news free. Several parts of Chennai have reported water logging after the city recorded an average rainfall of 97 millimeters today. This, according to weather blogger Pradeep John, is the highest rainfall recorded since November 2017. The News Minute reported that the flood has blocked many arterial roads of the city, forcing people to wade through water. Several motorists had their vehicles submerged while passing the flooded streets. Videos posted on social media showed residents criticizing the Chennai Corporation's efforts to mitigate the floods. These also included sights of people in knee-deep water, submerged pavements, and motorists waving through waves of water on the streets. The heavy rains that started lashing Chennai from midnight continued till early morning with high intensity. The Regional Meteorological Department said that the rains will continue for a few hours in Kanchipuram, Thiruvalur, and Chennai KTC regions. 
with the blogger Pradeep John predicted that Chennai will continue to witness rain till evening. John said that the intensity of rains was high and the cities could not have handled them. An official from the Greater Chennai Corporation said that the intensity of the rains was high and so the water logging is normal. It will subside in the next two hours. Authorities at the Savitribai Pule Pune University tendered an apology late yesterday after bizarre questions on jihad terror crept in the online papers of TYBA and TYBCOM examinations. The question in both Marathi and English appeared in the multiple choice options of TYBA Modern World History Paper and TYBCOM. The TYBA question reads, quote, Jihad is an example of what type of terrorism? Unquote, with options, quote, religious, revolutionary, political, state-sponsored, unquote. The TYBCOM question said, quote, which one of the following is the main cause of jihadi terrorism, unquote, with choices, globalization, spread of communism, armament proliferation, and use of violence in the name of Islamic radicalism. Both questions stumped students, and many immediately brought it to the varsity authorities and even took to social media. One such student, Hashim Ansari, said that though there is a topic on terrorism in the modern world history subject, there is nothing pertaining to the manner in which the question was framed in the TYB exam, and others questioned the relevance of the question for the TYBCOM exams. Following a furore, the varsity issued a statement admitting that a wrong word had inadvertently crept into the question paper. Now, back to the homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. This week on NL Hafta, News Laundry's Abhinandan Sekri, Manisha Pandey, Raman Kirpal, and Mehraj Dilon are joined by independent journalist Rohini Mohan. The panelists discuss the news's coverage of Delhi riots, federalism in India, the state of opposition parties in Kashmir, and a lot more. Here's a snippet from the episode. I don't think a court can control this. I don't think uh, asking somebody's source is right because it will then start open the floodgates for uh, the the government and other people involved to go after people who are doing real journalism where your whistleblowers and all of that will be exposed. So I don't think that's a great way to go at all. But those who are doing shoddy journalism, it's not because they don't need source. They're just making stuff up. And I I was I'm particularly worried more recently about uh, the WhatsApp forward, WhatsApp uh, data being leaked uh, by, you know, I, I guess it should be the enforcement directorate or whoever else, other, you know, the drug uh, investigations are being done. So some of this stuff is coming out even before the person is even accused. They're only being questioned, uh, like Deepika Padukone's WhatsApp thing. And many people are really worried. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.